Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Danny Cola. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Action Coffee, the finest coffee beans from Antigua, Guatemala. This is the first thing that you want to take into your body before you start your day, because you know that you're all about taking action and getting your shit together and achieving those goals. You want to start your day with Action Coffee. So take action right now. Go to www.drinkaction.com and buy some Action Coffee, and uh, I'll give you 12% off if you use promo code Danny. Okay? Uh, Action Coffee is the official sponsor of the Danny Cola podcast, and I am super excited to be affiliated with them. It's all about connecting and networking with some great people that have some of the same goals as you. And when they have a product as good as Action Coffee is, it's awesome working with those kind of people. So give Action a shot, try it, and use promo code Danny. All right. This episode is also brought to you by Barbell Apparel. Barbell Apparel. Fit your juicy, ju- <laughs> fit your juicy thighs in some jeans and fit them comfortably. Move around, squat in them, do some swings with them. Barbell Apparel is the best clothing, the best clothing for a form-fitting uh, human, right? If you lift weights, you want to feel good in your clothing. Barbell Apparel is the the clothing that you want to get. Sweatpants, jeans. They got some really nice dress pants, polos, half zips, tanks, t-shirts. It's a a line for a muscular person. If that's you, barbellapparel.com right now. Use promo code Danny at checkout and you get 10% off. Voila. Just like that. And then this episode is also brought to you by Superhuman Tools. Look, writing things down is super important. When you have an idea, it goes from your subconscious through your arm onto a piece of paper. You read it, and now it becomes conscious in your own conscious mind, right? And now whatever that idea is, that motivation, that goal is, you're more likely to achieve that or get it or do it if it's written down. So get one of those superhuman tools planners. And if you use promo code at checkout, you go to uh, superhumantools.com. They have daily and monthly planners. At checkout, you type in code Danny and you get 25% off. It's a great deal. 25% off. And get your own superhuman tools notebook. And the good thing is, like, you don't have to start it in January, right? You can, like, write in the days where you start it and where you end it. So you can start it in June and still be okay. All right? You can start it now. January. It's still early anyways in the year, right? It's the end of January. Okay, on this episode, we have Pete Hostrauser, the founder of Disrupt Education. He's been a good friend of mine and mentor for the last couple years. He's been on the podcast before. He's an interesting guy, and he is just very interested in finding ways to educate kids that is not your traditional standard way to get them thinking outside the box critically form new ways of of thinking and uh finding passion engineering passion as he says we have a great conversation about different avenues that are arising in forms of secondary education Um, the traditional system has its flaws that's for sure 
uh, we like to get together and discuss them and talk about ways that we could possibly make change in the in the future for the future right for the future generation no change is made without having the hard conversations so we like to talk about that kind of thing and this this was a fun conversation because we both uh, motivate each other to keep uh, doing some positive work in the community and just making life way fun and worth living so without further ado here's the podcast with pete hostrowski of disrupt education enjoy well i I think a a quality of a good teacher is being coachable being open-minded and you when you fall into complacency it's almost intertwined with i'm the master at this subject Mm -hmm. nobody can teach me any more about this yeah you know and when the truth is Things are constantly evolving. And within the last 10 years, we know more than the last 100 years. Mm-hmm. So it's happening at a, more, you know, a rapid pace, and we need to keep up with the times. And you're not a good teacher or a good influencer if you're not being open-minded and looking to constantly up your game. Right. You know what I mean? That complacency, right. you get like, I know everything, and nobody... And the, the worst thing is you develop this, like, this mindset of nobody can tell me otherwise, <laughs> which creates yes. animosity. Yeah. Right, right. You know, and it's right. good. it's good for nobody. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> like what? I, I, you know, I started this podcast with really just the intention to talk openly and freely about things, and it's turning to this. It's turning to how do we better ourselves? How do we better humanity? What can right. we do with, for the best intention of people? How do we better ourselves? You, you want me to give you the golden answer on that one? Yeah. Give me the, <laughs> how do we fucking better ourselves, Pete? <laughs> okay. Tell so me two things. Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do them. And always be learning. That's it. That's it. It's, it's okay. We can end the podcast now. now yeah, but, right. but really, but in each industry, that's what it is. There's so many teachers, like you said, just they just go into. After a while, they're like, I I am the best at this subject, and then they cut everything off. And it's everybody asks me like, how did you know? Like you, a lot of people tell me, and I you know I'm trying to be humble when I say this, but you're before your time, right? Like, because of the changes in education and everything. And it, I get all, that too. All it is is that we're listening to the younger generation. They're going to tell you what's coming. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's so. the difference between having a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Yeah. When you have that growth mindset, you're willing to take in the new information that's coming in and then act accordingly so that right. we can figure this out together. Because again, we're all in it together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're in charge of how you want to make your day. You can look at it negatively or we can look at this optimistically and figure out ways that we can come, become better. And that's what my podcast is becoming about. It's... It's figuring that out through nutrition, through exercise, through breath work, through mm-hmm. mindset, through, you know, doing hard things. Like yeah. it's it's showed me that like, all right, this is something that you've created. It's difficult. You gotta learn the technology behind it. You've right. got to learn to be a better interviewer. You've got yeah. to be at least somewhat prepared. And I know we were talking before the podcast, like <laughs> prepping is something vital and you and you should, right? right? You know, athletes prep, you know, writers do prep, comedians they prep. And I definitely prepped for this podcast for you. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm not gonna come in here with question after question and like have this be this this interview that's like dead weight, dead, right. dead right. air. I want this to be as genuine as flowy as possible because that's relatable. And I want to put on a product that is okay to be you and that's it and i and and that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to be me i'm trying to fucking learn from the people around Mm -hmm. me i'm trying to learn from more experienced people and show that that it's cool to do that right right you know instead of having this fixed 
mindset and knowing <laughs> everything and you're the man and no one can tell you what to do because that's not helping anybody. No, no, it's not. I mean, it, what's interesting is, uh, you know, in the, in the fitness industry, um, when, when you see a lot of entrepreneurs in the fitness industry, like that's the number one, if, if you can't like really take care of yourself, you know, you know, I'm not a fitness buff by any means. Mm-hmm. I learned from you. Mm-hmm. Actually, I learned from this thing. Where yeah. The kettlebell on the kettlebell Hell right yeah, there. Man. But, um, what you learn though is as I'm more like on the, on the kind of the, the mindfulness, you know, mm-hmm. like the, I, you know, I do a lot of, um, uh, you know, in the morning I get breath up work and, I, and, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, t- intention to breath and, right. and getting into that mindset. Like I, I'm th- sleeping better at night because that, right? Like th- you have to take care of yourself and, yeah. and, and that mindset, I mean, that's it. If you can't, that's what I tell students, right? You, if you can't take care, or if you don't understand yourself, how are you going to understand anything else? You really got to be honest with yourself. Right. That's for sure. And I think too many people do lie to themselves. But like we all, we're human, right? right. So we have this self-sabotaging voice sometimes. Yeah. But again, through through meditation, through uh, exercise, nutrition, good sleep, good relationships, doing you know challenging things, mm-hmm. that it, it gives you perspective and it puts you in a mindset that's a little bit more optimistic than pessimistic. Right. Right. You know, dude, you're put like you're you for example, like I. I feel like I've been really inspired by you by building this brand and you're, you know, you're also a teacher and, and your brand speaks volumes and you educate in that medium as well. What, like, how has that been going for you? Like we've been talking, we've been talking over for a year yeah, and it's, it's yeah. going like, like we're growing together. Like you're, you're reaching mm-hmm. out to more and more people. Like what have you learned through all this? Wow. Um, Cause that's, a, that's again, we're talking about constantly learning. What, yeah. what have you learned through this experience, this brand, yeah. this, some pushback, some innovative thinking, some good partnerships, like a lot has been going on. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting to see in a time where we need it to be. You know, we we need to be, we need this type of innovative yeah. shit. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Since the last time we talked, one of the biggest things that that I have learned is asking the right questions. Yeah, uh, so when cool. we start talking about like, you know, I'm I'm huge in that in the equity, right? But when people say equity, it's a, they look at access, right? Do I have access to these classes? Do I have access to this knowledge and those types of things, which are all great. However, I don't think we're asking the right question. Is is equity like the way that we've actually formulated our education? Like I'm going deep into this. Like so, is a curriculum inequitable? No one says that. Like people do, but like you don't hear that a lot. And one of the one of the biggest things I've learned is the the Uber of college is out there. Um, it was I think the last time we were talking about it, we were talking about uh, Mission U and and how uh, Adam Braun took that model as a pay first. Uh, not pay first, and then you go through it, and then you pay a percentage of your um, your job if you get one back to the school okay. for a couple of years, right? Yeah. So in that time from we 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 spoke last time, we work actually picked up that, bought it out, and now Adam Braun is the COO of I, I think it's We Learn or something like that. I, I don't know exactly. So what another it is. like other form of, of well, yeah, they're going to scale it. They're scaling it, and they're starting with elementary kids. Ah. So they're they're putting that that value based mindset and all those different things into it. So they're that putting really, this into a curriculum, putting yeah. this into into mm-hmm. schooling. Yeah, like school like what where they where what cities are they starting? Right, to right now it's in New York. So he went from San Francisco all the way to New York, and now it's in New York. But New we York work, public schools. Uh, I don't know if it's public. 
I'd have to research it a little bit more. But what I did see then is is some different schooling things coming in for college. So uh, I started researching more and more of these models. I'm like, well, if there's one, somebody else has to have this model somewhere. And they're so cool right now. The two of them that are still in the Bay Area and Silicon Valley is Holberton. Uh, and then the other one is Lambda, and uh, there's one in South Carolina that these are based in places, but a lot of them are, are virtual or whatever, and mm-hmm. that's called uh, Discover Praxis. We I yeah, think we had a conversation. I about was that, I, but, uh, so I'm talking with them too, and yeah. I'm, I'm reading about them, and I'm I'm really mm-hmm. interested to like the idea of this whole like project based, right. this experience based learning. This, you you talk, and I know you connected with T.K. Coleman. It's a big yeah. shout-out to him because, yeah. uh, by the way, he's a Chicago guy. He's he grew up around right? here, yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, just brilliant. Like, just speaking with him is was, was just eye-opening. And, and that was one of the first ones I came into. And they're literally teaching the skills that – everything else is missing their, their their curriculum i believe is the equitable curriculum right mm-hmm. in addition to maybe some of the other stuff that you know you know certain people or certain like entities want right sure but you can take their curriculum and build whatever you want off of it so let's let's break this curriculum down because mm-hmm. it's a six it's a six month yeah program and each month has an emphasis and there's like a final project for each month yeah. right yeah and then after the six months is over mm-hmm. there's like some sort of apprenticeship or internship yeah. program that you go go towards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like how does praxis make money how how do how how do like where's the accreditation like who are they mm-hmm. affiliated with like, right. like what, what can so you that's sp- a great question the accreditation is nowhere it's you Right? Got it. So, so you're, you're the value, got right? Got it. So you're learning to put this portfolio together, yep. increasing all these skills and See, what have you, networking yeah. and all this stuff. And you, I, you know, I can't wait till you, you – I know you're going to interview TK sometime. Yeah. Man, so that's going to come on. It's coming up soon. But um, basically what they do is they, they have their, their participants blog for at least 30 days in a row. Can okay. you imagine? It's like you know, you're, 21 days is a habit, right? So on average. So you're writing – for 30 days, no matter what you have Dude, to write. Dude, I need that yeah, so right? bad. Well, like, you can do it now. I mean, that's the thing. But, you know, they have what they have a bunch of other other things going on as well. Yeah. Um, but they are the value mindset. They're not the, you know, permission mindset, which is all that schools. I mean, look, let's let's be honest. Organized education in, in its entity is a permission-based mindset. It is It is there to control people. I know that's a big statement, but I th- I feel like it's evolving out of that right now. And that's a big yeah. statement to say. Yeah. You know, I, it's weird. Like, I do. I I think there's a lot of value within it still. Absolutely. I just, there's definitely. You know, I think there's there's a lot of value for a lot of people still. Mm-hmm. And then when you know, for college in particularly, like I would still think it's awesome, and we can integrate something like that praxis mindset into these universities if it wasn't so damn expensive. Right. Like right. that's the one thing that's that's mm-hmm. that's why these like these other platforms are arising. Right. Right. Because it's so damn expensive, yeah. and even though it may not be for everybody, mm-hmm. if college was five or ten thousand dollars for four years yeah. everybody would fucking do it it's in europe it's free exactly part, right? exactly so, like, yeah. I, you know i've had i've had some you know guys that i've worked with mm-hmm. trainers in the fitness industry talk about how they they got their university degree you know four years five six thousand dollars yeah. seven thousand yeah. dollars mm-hmm. very very fucking it's not even comparable to what it is now yeah. i feel like the reason why the main reason why a lot <laughs> of these things are coming up these platforms are coming up is because 
nobody could afford fifty thousand right. dollars a year to go to school or even want to like carry that debt around you know and it's mm-hmm. scary for people i think i think it's a combination yeah. i think it's that i sure. think it's monetary and then the other half is it's 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 legitimacy of what you're taking out of it. That that that's a right? total thing too. So I think if those that combination is a perfect storm for entrepreneurs to come out and do some things. Yeah. So um, basically, what Holberton did um, is is Sylvain. Uh, I'm going to mess up his name because I'm from Indiana. Kalash, I think his name is. Uh, we inter- I interviewed him, and so he's a co-founder, um, a French guy. I know Indiana. Sorry, guys, um, but. Um, so we were talking about it. like basically it's like a combination of an online and a, a place. Yeah. So they they have a, a facility where people you know it's it's almost like a flex schedule school, right? Okay. Um, a lot of it's in in computing. A lot of these things came out of computing. Well, um, what I like about Praxis is they're not. It's not all computing. It's basically whatever you want to be. Right. Here's we're going to build that, and here are the skills that you need to build it. Um, it just so happens everybody started with coding and, and all that. So sure. there's you know engineering and different things like that. So that's that's that school. Do they put you with the right mm-hmm. people? Like, like I, I, how much do you know? How much they're affiliated with other like? Corporations and businesses. Oh, yeah, yeah. You name anything in technology, Facebook, Uber, uh, Tesla. They'll get, they'll get you in touch with the right people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because they, they, these companies want these people. I mean, I don't know if you saw like, you know, six, eight months ago, Google and Apple just dropped the college. You're like, I don't need a college degree. I don't yeah, want to see what you I do. Yeah, I saw that. A friend of mine just right. got hired for Facebook, actually. Yeah, nice. Yeah. College degree or no? He does have a yeah. college degree. Okay. He's... he's uh, He's a smart. He's a smart mm-hmm. mind. He's a creative. He's a musician. This guy put yeah. together like sound stages for Coachella and Bonnaroo yeah. and some of the big. You know, he's a he's good in that the audio sound mm-hmm. technician field, and they got a they got a guy that's. So I mean, yeah, I mean, with that being said, like I don't want to like dis college right. because it does work for some yeah. people, but it's not working for the masses. It's not the the only thing. Um, it's definitely not the only thing. No, no, that's it's sure. not even close to the only thing. But here's here's the crazy thing. So. Uh, my newest blog and uh, or, uh, vlog and podcast is coming out probably in a couple of days from the recording of this one. Um, and uh, I interviewed Austin Allred, who is the founder or co-founder of Lambda School. So he grew up in Utah. Um, and that's one of the other platforms. Yeah, of, so okay. that's an online thing yeah. as well. Now, all these places are like, look, if you can't find the answer, you need to team up with other people and find the answer, right? Yeah. So the, the curriculum's built by the school, and it is monitored by the school. And, you know, so, you know, there's there's guidance here and there, which I think everybody needs yeah, in sure. certain levels. But um, people learn those things that we talked about in our last podcast was the, the values, the beliefs, teamwork, um, independent thinking and helping others like that's all there boom you hear knowledge in there no because it's you can find not knowledge is there there will be some certain aspects of knowledge as as constructivism grows sure. but but these schools like so what Austin was saying is like look everybody people are going to copy his he knows it he's yeah. like people are going to copy it. it's yeah. no no money up front i think it's like you know 17 percent of your salary if you make 40 or fifty thousand dollars for two or three years or something like that or there's an option actually i to, like that I, yeah i really like that well base. it's putting your money where your mouth is right like yeah. look look get in the cab if you like the cab ride you can pay at the end you know i right. mean why you know with the college mountain so here's the other thing um with that is he was just in interviewed uh, by uh, the New York New York Times, I think, um, and they are uh, Purdue University is already picking up this model, hmm. so they're already thinking, okay, if you want to go this route, you know, here you can pay, 
uh, upfront or you can do a, a pay after you get a job only, you know, and if you pay after you get a job only, it's actually more money. So, you know, you're paying more money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay, let's, let's take an example. So you go to Lambda school, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. think you can pay, don't quote me on this. You can look on their site, lambdaschool.com. But, and by the way, I'm not getting paid by, by any of these dudes, right. man. I just love to see the new pieces coming because I want, I want my students to see this. At the end of the day, you yeah. want to have the hard conversation yeah. to, to plant a seed for further thinking yeah. down the line. I get, I get what yeah. you're doing. I get, so, okay. Anyway, um, so you're talking about so it. So what they, what they have, I believe it's $20,000 up front. If you have 20 grand to throw it down, on this thing you can throw the 20 grand after you get a job after they set you up you don't have to pay anything back um if you don't which you have to go through a rigorous process like you have to create something like out of a two-week or a month program or or they're going to say hey create this come back with us in a month that's just part of your application process if you don't do it you don't get in right i mean you have to create value right um so if you come and if you get into the school and you don't have the twenty thousand dollars to to pay up front right which now we're talking equity in economics here, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm poor and I don't have the money to go to college and my parents or my mom or dad or anybody I can come up with an idea, make right. a YouTube channel, Instagram, mm-hmm. this is what I got, here's I can, how I want to present it. I can propose it. it if I show that I have I don't need to be handheld through something and that I can f- navigate my way through the internet and and other people to help me with this project, I'm getting into the school. And then afterwards, like, so let's say you get set up. I mean, I, I don't, I'm just going to do $100,000. Yeah. It's probably going to be less. They say the average is around $80,000, $70,000, depending on where you're at, right? Yeah. Um, so your $100,000, you have to pay 17% back. So for two years, you pay $17,000, right? So that's what, $34,000? So that's the difference. But I still got the education and I got a job and I didn't really pay anything up front and they set me up. Yeah. That's that's a pretty sweet deal. That's, that's a right? nice little it's a nice little deal. I mean, right. it's it's promotes somebody to kind of have to put something into invest into themselves, like really dig yeah. deep. Like, what do I want to do? How can I figure out a way to make this a tangible idea that could be monetizable? Mm-hmm. And then you know, how can I grow from here? But see, this, dude, the thing is, like, at eighteen. Yeah, that's that's hard to figure out. Bingo. You know, that's that's really hard to figure out. So mm-hmm. like they don't even know who the hell they are yet. Is OK. Let me ask you this question. Is that because of the way the system is now or is it just a combination, a combination of that? Like, yeah. you know, I can look at myself for, for an example here. Like I really I feel like, you know, after 25, 26, 27, mm-hmm. when I start to turn 28, 29, I'm like, oh, OK, right. now I'm really starting to like mm-hmm. feel really good about what's happening. And, you know, my development, my relationships, my networking, yep. you know, like neurologically, neurologically right. feeling like, OK, well, I'm, I'm established, I'm credible yeah. and I continue to want to like expand on that. Mm-hmm. But like at 18, man, I was a different cat. But let me Completely. ask you this question. If you were in a school that was a value-based system your whole life, would it be different? I'm, see, I'm not, I don't know the answer to that yeah, question. I'm not sure. But I'm hell-bent on trying it out. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's, it's a combination of a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. your your surrounding circle, like mm-hmm. your culture, your parents, how are you growing up? What are you what's your value system? Right, you know, like right. what was like your school? Like I went to Maine South High School and mm-hmm. in Park Ridge, and I loved Maine South. Yeah. I really liked going there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, great experience. I always had that that mindset of like I want to 
I, I developed the mindset there of like putting work into something and making making something out of what we're putting the work in for. Right. So for example, like I remember feeling really strongly about my soccer team. Yeah. Right. right. And I still carry this kind of mindset as a as a thirty year old. Like mm-hmm. I remember going into my senior year season, like we have the tools, let's fucking figure out the fitness, let's yeah. come together, let's go down to state. And I remember everybody saying, We're gonna go down to state. And yeah. then guess what? We went down to state. Yeah. You yeah. know, so like I learned that that's that my I mean, that's mm-hmm. just me in general. Sure. Yeah. So I but I, I had something there at that school to help me fix that. Right. But still, that being said, 18, 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. I was still kind of like lost. Right. I mean, I think you're lost because you're still developing. You're, you're supposed still to, to be lost. Yeah, you're still trying to figure things out. But I did go along the lines of my interests. Like, mm-hmm. I did go into the fitness field. So, for example, when I was 18, before I even graduated high school, I did something like a Praxis model. I right. went to National Personal Training Institute, mm-hmm. which was a six-month course of learning the ins and outs of kinesiology, fi- uh, physiology, the nervous system, yeah. taking yeah. all that information and making it practical, like teaching one-on-one, doing one-on-one sessions, doing group group sessions like i did this type of education sorry that thing is is messed up there (laughs) we're good um just moving up yeah i did that type of education in 2007 Mm -hmm. and then i went into the workforce and i learned a little bit i think i talked about this in the podcast a little bit back when you were at episode 11 and now you're like pounding out 100 (laughs) episodes a year anyway um so like i had that experience i worked for a couple years i developed a little bit had some you know business relationships you know dabbled in the coaching and and again it's still along the lines of what i'm doing now did i get that all at main south did i learn all this at main south i learned a lot of it at main south but Mm -hmm. i also had a good stable situation at home where i had a strong foundation of parents that loved the shit out of me which i'm super grateful for they pushed me in directions where they they saw that i was good at so like athletics athletic athletics sports Sports, mm-hmm. training fitness like they saw that in me they're like hey let's get you into this school let's get you know like so mm-hmm. i had a good support system so i think that plays a role right um and then you know i worked for a little while but as a 21 year old 22 year old i'm like i think there's more let's fucking do some more so right. you go to college you get the education degree now with, mm-hmm. with when you want to become a teacher and you want to become a teacher <laughs> in a school there's one direction yeah right. like you have to get a degree from a right. school and get right. certified through a state so i was like you know, when I went to DePaul first, right out of right uh-huh. out of high school, and I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. So the right. mindset was F college. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. But then when I went back to Concordia to get my degree for education, I was like, I think I can do this. I know I can do this. In right. fact, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to go through the four years. I'm going to do whatever it mm-hmm. takes. And then again, I put that same mindset where I wanted to win state in high school right, right. To, to this. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get a teaching degree. I want, And specifically, I wanted a job at Oak Park. I was mm-hmm. like, I want this job, and I'm going to not... I'm going to stop at nothing to get that job, right, you know? Right. So, so like that was a very specific goal in mind. And, you know, you learn about yourself through doing these things. Right. It was at a traditional school and yet like I'm doing all the things in place to get the proper experience. I was working at a gym. I was mm-hmm. coaching. I'm teaching classes, <laughs> you know? So I'm, I'm doing yeah. all this practical stuff, but at the same time I'm paying loads of money for this education because I need to have it as a credential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then like, I combine all that stuff together and I put myself in the situation to where I am now. Like, right. How do you teach that to a kid? <laughs> you know, it's it's not fucking easy, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in being, uh, you know, practicing what you preach. Right, like right. everything I talk about mm-hmm. and this podcast has held me accountable to the to the nines. Like right. if I say I'm going to fucking wake up and, and post on Instagram and get up early and eat healthy, like I'm going to do that and I'm going to show that. And, and these guys know you're like up at 4:30 every morning. Everyone <laughs> yeah. knows I'm up. I'm up. But that's like that's you're, what you're 
practically a barista right now like yourself bro <laughs> yeah man waking up having coffee right getting my shit together but like there's a combination you do yeah. what you got to do even though you may not want to do it right so that you get to a point to where you're comfortable where like okay i can peel this back and i can right. wake up and smell the roses so like we teach kids this get experience mm-hmm. what's the right way like the thing is, dude, there's really no right. Yeah. There's no right way for to do anything. Like yeah. everyone's really individual. The yeah. idea is that we have the opportunities for everybody. Right. You know, I, I, I think that is where the change is happening um, because everybody is, you know, we, okay. My son registered for high school today. Yeah. Right. Big, big, and, ta- big yeah, time. Right. It was kind life. of funny. I mean, Shout out to RB because they like it was like boom right In. through it was very organized yeah. and, and the school building's beautiful yeah of course we all pay the taxes and whatnot <laughs> hello right Illinois, next to the right? zoo right um, but as we're going through you know you hear it you know, I'm a design thinker so I'm like. You know, I can tell I didn't say anything to my wife, but I'm like, I got to keep my mouth shut because here's disrupt education yeah, yeah, walking in. Yeah. Um, so uh, we get to the first or after the first station and they're they're like, OK, so it's world languages. And then, oh, there's some applied arts over here. So, you know, colleges really love world languages. That's the first thing that comes up. Now, no disrespect. No disrespect to world languages because I love world languages, um, especially how they're teaching it now. It's more culture. It's it's less about just the language and those types of things. So, don't get me wrong there, but the college colleges love it right away. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, and I know my son. You know, he's just like, oh yeah, looks good on colleges. Uh, You know, I mean, he wants to. He hears the message. Oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) So I got to be careful with that because I don't want him to think if he chooses college that I'm going to disown him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just going to be poor. No, no, no. That's a joke. That's a joke, people. These are jokes. No, No, but how about this? How about? Take a language because science says that it's good for the brain neurologically Bingo. if you're practicing another language and learning new words and learning a new ways to yep. think. This is the idea. So, Plus, yeah. colleges like it too. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I, I, you know, it's kind of funny. It's just like uh, I had a, I had a previous student actually uh, hit me up on Instagram, um, and he was just like, you know what? I'm learning Japanese now. And he's like, when I was in school, I like I didn't learn anything in Japanese, but now I'm learning it like crazy. And you know, I didn't ask, you know, what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, I can, you know, try to think about it, sure. but it could you kind of know, right, right? It could be a million things, but I think, you know, like you said, like once you get into that mindset, like you know what, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to do this. Um, you know, I'm reading a book, and it's it's by uh, Todd Rose. Uh, it's called uh, uh, Dark Horse, and it's it's an amazing, I heard amazing book. book. Oh my gosh! Uh, for anybody who wants to learn about self fulfillment, read this thing. Mm, it's dark one horse. Of, dark horse. Um, now we recorded it right here. Yeah, but listen, dude. There's something about writing things down. Yeah, and, and, like true. if I can write down, write shit down for thirty yeah. days. I said that was a goal of mine. I don't want to detach too far from what you're saying, but no, like, you should do that. The writing is so important because mm-hmm. it takes things from your subconscious to concrete consciousness. Yeah, and like I don't know what the percentage is, but you're way more likely to carry shit out when it's written down. Exactly. You know? I mean, that's why I blog. I mean, I blog all the time, and it's yeah. like, and it's emotional. Like when yeah. when something heavy happens, good, bad, whatever. I like to write that moment down. And my phone on the notes, you, you'll see it. Like I have like 30,000 notes and they're just maybe one or two sentences. Yeah. And if I don't capture it right away, you know, I'll lose it. But um, so in, in Dark Horse, they, they, they 
Todd Rose talks about um, how everybody's told, oh, you, you go to school to find your passion. And what you said about your journey right there is exactly what he's saying. It's like you don't find it. And I actually taught this. I teach this to freshmen and sophomores when we do our career lessons. Mm-hmm. I, lucky enough, I teach business. You know, Both of us teach actual yeah. tangible things. Um, not a knock on other subjects, but well, I think you know, I think they could teach them in a different way. Let me let me sure. rephrase that. So, um, so everybody's like, yeah. Have, has anybody told you you got to go find your passion? And they're like, yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard that. You know, these freshmen, sophomores, and I'm like, so do you even know what you're looking for? Oh, passion. <laughs> you know, yeah. like you'll never find it that way. So he writes, you have to engineer your passion. And that's actually building. So what everybody thinks is like you're going to win the lottery and all of a sudden you're like, hey, yay, this is me. I found it. And it's not, it doesn't work that not way. Right. right. So It's like building up the habits yes. to create. But you have to understand yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You have to understand your micro motivations. So what are the little things that you like? There's several stories in the book about it where, you know, one of them is a, a woman who's like business analyst. She does some great work. They give her a 10-year contract. She doesn't sign it because she wants to work with dogs. Now, for me saying that out loud, you're thinking, <laughs> what the hell is this woman thinking? But basically, she find her, uh, found her micro motivations and one of them was working with animals and she researched it. It wasn't like, bam, this is what I want to do. She had to go in and work with veterinarians and all these other things. So she found a route in dog training and she's like one of the lead dog trainers in Canada and she's making 10 times what she would have made at the 10 year contract. I think my wife should do that, but yeah. I don't want to tell her what to do. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think in school, yeah. we try to tell people, you know, you need to do this and it's based on a, a personality test, which, okay, that'll help some, but you still got to look at, you know, why, why do we judge other people? Well, we judge other people because we're actually making choices in our own head of what we want to be or what we don't want to be, you know? So that's like in, in education, I think, I think there is a missing link there of when you said, I don't know how much you can teach a 16, 15, 17, 18 year old. I've seen it happen before. It's not going to work with everybody. And it's just like everything, right? Everybody shouldn't graduate high school at 18. I don't believe they should. I don't think everybody should go to college at 19. Do I believe some people can do it? Yeah. But I still think it's not a race. There's definitely a spectrum of people learning at different paces and like taking Mm -hmm. in information at other levels as well. In our culture, though, we're scared shitless because of what we might look like if we don't do it at a certain point in our life, which is the absolute most insane dumb way to do it and by the way that's a controlling way yeah yeah so i i can even give you some personal experience like i started college again at 21 yeah and i finished when i was 25 and i was playing college football with the oldest like the oldest kids were 21 so they were kicking those field goals kicking those field goals that's right yeah come on bears (laughs) hire this guy they just the bears just hired another kicker from did they really another another d1 school a young guy that's too bad man you would have been a deal you know (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people think that it's easy to play professional sports, like kicking a ball is easy. No, no, no disrespect. To no, there's man. a lot like, of guys yeah. out there that are like really uh, top tier and yeah. don't get hired. You know, right. I kicked with a lot of them. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm having a, a kicking coach on my podcast next right. week. He coached Greg Zerline, who was, oh, who was yeah, kicking in the right. Super Bowl. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so I was a 25-year-old mm-hmm. senior playing with 21-year-old seniors and 18-year-old kids yeah. coming in. Like, yeah. 
it was hard for me to stomach the fact that I'm 25 and I'm graduating college. Right, like, right. I was supposed to do this three years ago. I should have done it three, like that. But in your mind, who says that? Like who, it's society, Society, right. Yeah. right. And it's right. hard, it's hard to, to deal with that. Like you got to like be mature enough to be like, well, I guess it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But you know what? Naturally, we, we have these plans in our head for what we want to be mm-hmm. or where we want to be at a certain time in our life but like really your path is making you you now yeah right so right. you can't really regret it yeah. and i you know as i practice mindfulness and it brings me closer to fucking understanding the universe and i know that sounds so hippie but like <laughs> no no it's so true like i i, I really like I, I do my breath work and i i get try, i try to get like a better connection with the universe or whatever that is and mm-hmm. like i really am at peace with understanding that things happen for you yeah. not to you so you take the the things in stride for what's happening and like there's supposed to be something you're learning from this right even though it may suck you have to wake up early and drive to a shitty area that you don't necessarily want to you know the the work you don't necessarily want to do at this moment in time for as long as you want to they're making you do this but there's something tangible that that, that, that's shaping you there's a reason why you're doing this and guess what you have the options the the different ways of going about this Mm -hmm. like you have that that free will to go ahead and do that take what you learned come up with a creative way to get yourself out of the situation and you have the power to visualize the situations that you want to be yourself be in and you can make that happen right it'll take some time it's a lot of self-work it's a lot Mm -hmm. of positive self-talk right it's a lot of doing the things you don't want to do but you get to a point where you become quote-unquote enlightened or it's like a a constant like struggle to get there and back and there and back and there and having these these situations up and down your head like it's human it's good but you want to keep challenging yourself to Mm -hmm. be better and one percent better every single day to get yourself in a better mindset in a better state of present better living moment i I feel we can teach that at a younger age. I really can. I think so too. You know, and it's not, when I say that, I don't mean like everybody can get that, right? Like, I don't think everybody's going to get that. I think there, you know, but I see it like Iowa Big is is a school. It's, there's two of them actually in Iowa. And basically what the students do is they go to school for like half the day or whatever. And then they go, the Iowa Big is they're connected with something in their community and they actually create something. So for half the school day for a year or whatever, they're building these projects. That's cool as fuck. And when you look at, if you want to follow them on Instagram, like you'll see what these students are saying. Iowa big. Iowa big. And they're actually, hopefully they're going to be on my vlog and podcast soon. I'm connecting with them. Cool. I actually want to go out there and see their school and everything. Yeah. So awesome. um, But yeah, when, um, when you see these students start to pick up that little bit of confidence, that little bit, you know, that, that you're talking about, like when you see something and you wait, I did that and this is what was good out of it. And if you have somebody guiding you through that process, we, we, all we do in school is, I know what you do wrong, let's fix it. I know what you do wrong, let's fix it. Yeah. I know what you do right. And punishment. Day a lot in, of punishment. Right, right. Punishment. You're, no, you're yeah, being punished. Right. Don't, <laughs> you know, and I've had this conversation. I know you had um, uh, Jennifer Canwisher on, on here before. Over a year ago. That. Yeah. Now. Oh, my gosh. Time yeah, is time flying. flies. So we talked about, like, meditation. Like, let's not lock a kid in a room because, well, guess what? That's like prison. Why don't we just teach the kid how to meditate or, you know, yeah. uh, or work with them on that. Redirect, or redirect your mind yeah. to your, to your center. Everybody wants punishment. Everybody yeah. wants, you know, this kid did this wrong. And by the way, like I, I wrote a blog a, a few, I don't know, maybe a month ago, like just zig when everybody zags. 
it's the best part of your life, man. So when you know, like a lot of people around me are like, oh, this kid was late to class, and and I'm just gonna give him the you know tardy, and then we're gonna we're gonna get him like in the in school or whatever. Yeah. Zag, man, like be tardy with the kid one day. Walk in and, and try to figure out his world. And say, you know what? I, I just actually walked from your last class to this class. I can see you can actually make it here. So what's up? Yeah. Like that's zagging. That's doing something different. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't it doesn't work all the time. But you know, these are the different things that we need to try. And and you know what? Like what I learn and what I'm learning continuously is that like that relationship key, uh, relationship building is key. Like yeah. you got, and it, it, that takes a while to establish, you know, yep. it doesn't take the first interaction may not take the second or third or a year, like mm-hmm. some, depending on what, you know, the upbringing is depending on what, yep. you know, the mindset is like, you know, the growing up culture, like all that takes to an, yep. an account. Like right. there's an underlying reason all the time. And, mm-hmm. Like as influencers, as people that are role models, as people who are providing structure for kids, like we got to show them some sort of love first, yeah. right? You got to like, they got to buy into what you, they got to know that they're comfortable with mm-hmm. you, you know? And that, that's a process that takes time to build right, and right. every individual is different. And that, you know, like that's why teaching isn't for everybody. No. Like it's not easy to, to find that and then do that over and over and over again and repeatedly. Like mm-hmm. I have friends that are like, God, how do you talk to so many people all day? I'm just <laughs> drained after like three or four, right. you know, like. Not everybody feeds off the energy of people, yeah. but as I've gotten older and I've really gotten more comfortable in my skin and like how I, I've really found a way that I can provide value through my my journey and mm-hmm. how I continue to learn how you know I can take that experience and transfer it over. Like I'm finding value in really taking the time to develop relationships, like yeah. genuine relationships, and that's what even this podcast is about right. too. Like this is just a documented way that I show that I really value building relationships. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. before my podcast. I knew you when I was student teaching at yeah. Oak Park, but we've had, you know, very few conversations. Like mm-hmm. I knew of you, like we talked maybe a couple of times, hi right. and goodbye. But like through this medium, like I'm, we're creating this and establishing this relationship and causing some positive change. Right. And it's been a year now. And yeah. it's what happens in five and ten. Right. Like that's not easy to do. And I feel like when it comes back to education and teaching, like those relationships have to be built on a sturdy foundation in mm-hmm. order to teach something like mindfulness right. and meditation. Right, right. In order to teach something like how to engineer your passion. Right, right. Like why the fuck would a kid want to listen to a teacher talk about engineering their passion <laughs> when they don't agree with this person in the way that they live? Yeah. Or the way that they teach, right. their, their energy that they're giving off. A yeah, lot of yeah. people are teachers because it's a you know a decent paycheck, you're done by three, you have mm-hmm summers off like there's a lot of that yeah you know and that's not fair to the kids that want to learn and granted you're not going to learn to the best of your ability and utmost potential in every single class sure. you're getting a variety you're learning to deal with people and that's another good thing about school is like there's a social aspect you learn mm-hmm. how to communicate you learn how to deal with different types of situations you learn how to talk to adults right. you learn how to be a leader you learn how to be vocal like mm-hmm. schools you can be part of a community in a group and, and like mm-hmm. find like-minded people and reach out to people who are struggling like that's a little ecosystem within itself and within right. itself it's like it's beneficial for our developmental like creature developmental right, right. being and and development developmental it, development <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's, yeah. it's, it's necessary and right. like even into the college in the university like you get a lot of that camaraderie the mm-hmm. teams the the tribalism the the work ethic the the education like mm-hmm. you know there, there is that but you know i think um i, I guess i don't know where uh, i'm going uh, with no that. I, I do though like i well let me try to to figure it out yeah but, like I think one of the one of the missing pieces is is when we see most teachers when they do come into the field like they give a shit 
Like they really do. Like yeah. if you ever ask anybody, why did sure. you become a teacher? You know, yeah, some of it is June, July, and August, which now it's just like July and August or half yeah. of whatever, right? Um, I think we're in a system that is confused on itself. And, and you hear everything, I hear everything about social-emotional learning and how we need to create these, um, these, all these engaging conversations with our students and everything. How many students a day do you have? 150 plus. Right, okay. Is that actually tangible? Can you actually, on a real level, do that with each one of your kids yeah, every day? It's hard. Not everyone can. Not everyone can. I don't think it's actually. I think it's probably if they really wanted to get you to really start understanding the students. And I don't mean like lower class size or whatever. It's just the structure of the way that we do it yeah. now is not. So you see them saying this way. And then you see over here, well, we're not going to change this format, but you got to fit this into that. You're yeah. a square. Into, and I'm not like complaining because you. Last no, it's year, a valid point, dude. It's a valid right. point. Right, and, and I think that's why, you know, many – that's why L.A. went on strike, right? They're like, are you kidding me, man? Like, More class size. Yeah, the class, class size, size piece is, is in there. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, class size, blah, blah, blah. But if you're asking us to go deep with a student and understand that student, then you got to give us, like, time and, and a way to do that. If I'm in industry and I have 100 – 50 people that I am over every day, I'm making a quarter of a million dollars easy. Easy. Yeah, I got buddies of mine making two $200,000 a year. Now we're in the Chicago area, so that's yeah. but they're under they're over like 12 people. I mean, so you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the cost of it isn't there. Walmart is now going to start paying their uh, truck drivers an average of $90,000. Okay. Now, not to, no disrespect to truck driving, right? But it's a different skill set. But I still believe that skill set is should be paid more than what we're doing, right? Um, there's a huge teacher shortage out there, man. And yeah. it's only going to get worse because – Everybody's forcing us to go through this college. I'm waiting for that Uber of teacher college. You know, maybe I should just create it. But again, the accreditation and all yeah, that. Yeah, I get it. I, mean, I get know? it. Like, it, like yeah. going back to that point, it's like there's not. Like We're missing pieces. We're missing pieces, and that's what that's where I dive in. That's where I disrupt. You know, that's what yeah, I do. No, I, right. I look for them. Right. And not to be down on the system. Trust me, I love this. I love getting dirty in the system every day. Yeah. You know, um, but but like, you, hear, yeah. you again, you like having the conversation, mm -hmm. and without having the hard conversation, yeah. nothing's going to change. Right. I was going to say like when you said it's like having a relationship with all those kids, like trying to find that that thing that mm -hmm. ignites them. It's not easy to do, and basically what you said by all that, not everybody is able to do that. In Correct. fact, I don't think anybody is able to do that. You know, it's difficult. Yeah. Like you hear about, you know, Dunbar's number. No, Dunbar's yeah. no, Dunbar's number. The Dunbar's number is the number that we're able to like keep within our own tribe. So oh, we, yeah, we've yeah. evolved it's, in tribes is that of like 125, like 150 to 200, okay, right? So like that's in our heads. We yeah. can only keep that relationship with 150 people. Now right. think about everyone in your fucking life. Yeah. Now add every kid. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you have 150 people that you maintain relationships with here now throughout the last 10 years of your yep. life. Yeah. If that, and then the other <laughs> people that just kind of like go within your subconscious 
subconscious so you right. don't think about it right. so we're not really even able to form that many quality relationships yeah. with that many people anyway so i right. see what you're saying yeah we do get down and dirty in the system every single day but mm-hmm. without having these conversations pieces won't be able to change and 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 i'm gonna go even so far to say like look i i i love like trying to find these little niches in, in, in your school day, right? Like, you know, working with students and, and understanding who they are. And because when you get one or two that get it, like I call them woke, you know, (laughs) they're woke, that kids woke, like they know it. And I know a few of them in your school. I know, I'm, you know, I know a lot of them in my school. Um, but when they get to that point, like that's crazy awesome. But I think the support model and how people move up in education that's the challenge, right? Because if I'm an administrator, which I'm partially in administration because there's a department chair, right. but if I want to move up, I got to play by a certain set of rules and I cannot change it, right? So what happens? Well, in corporate culture, it's not bad or good. It's just a different culture. It just is what it that is. That you have to go through, okay, well, this is the way. And, and if if everybody's doing cool at your school, then you can move up in the administration of a district or whatever. And then if everybody's doing their good there, and then boom, boom, boom. Like, good means, you know what? No one's giving me any problems. Right. Right? So whatever that means, that's good. You end up like Toys R Us with Sears. Right. You end up that way. You're Darn. like, because you have your blinders on. You're yeah. like, okay, I just want to make sure all the kids... And I'm not saying administrators out there are all like this, but there are some, and I've dealt with some. But the game forces you to play a certain way that sometimes may not be best interest. If my That's school has the best test scores, the best attendance rates, and no one's getting in trouble, man, I'm doing a great job. It could just be that, you know, possibly you're in a very, very wealthy school and you have a bunch of support outside the school and you don't, you know what I'm saying? So, but if you, if you stay in that mindset, you know, that's, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to change anything. So I've been in meetings where, um, in previous years where you're sitting in meetings and you're like, okay, so administration and luckily not, not the school I'm at right now. I mean, you know, they're, you know, they're pretty good, like about, you know, understanding some different things, but they would be like, okay, that's a good idea but you're going to have to grassroot that. We can't do anything for you. But if it's a good idea and it's going to help children, why are we not changing a piece of that system to help it out? You know what I'm saying? Like start somewhere and then adjust along the way. It's just like, it's so like stepping on eggshells, dude, especially like in, Mm -hmm. you know, administration world. It's just a lot of people, they are afraid to do something because they don't want that one person to lash out. And dude, it comes down to that. Unfortunately, is that what's the best interest for the the long-term future? I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, obviously no, but yeah. you know, like they're afraid to lose their jobs. People are right. afraid to do too much yeah. because they don't want to step on people's toes. They don't want to create negative energy. They don't want to fucking lose their job. They right. don't want to lose their comfortable situation. So they're hesitant to make these big changes. And that's just the way it is. And yeah. it's unfortunate. And it's not just education corporation. It's everywhere. It's across. Yeah. It's, across it's everywhere, you know? And you're not going to completely free that unless no, you're yeah. not, like, unless you're completely working for yourself and working remotely. And that's another thing, okay? So, like, we teach kids to find their passion. They end up having a job, yeah, right? But then what happens in your 30s and 40s and 50s? Like, people get into this rut. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the line, they hate what they're doing. Yeah. They're not comfortable with any, like, they're comfortable with their paycheck, but like one one day it's like i'm complaining about everything and you're <laughs> right. complaining about 
literally everything and like you got to reevaluate and reask yourself like mm-hmm. what what am i doing am i happy with this yeah. like how do we how do we escape the nine to five yeah. mold you know and teach kids that every day is the same whether it's monday or sunday right. and instead of having this oh it's monday and i'm living for friday mantra right. you know like that's another thing to pass by because the more i like i said i get in tune with the universe the more i'm thinking like it's all just one big blob of now yeah. It's not Sunday or Monday or yeah. Friday. Live in it's the like, now. Live in the now mm-hmm. and try to enjoy as much out of everything. Take the the bright side of each situation, even though some things might be painful yeah. and hurt. Like it's easy, it's easy for me to say because I haven't had a whole ton of like, you know, adversity. Yes, I've had some deaths and sure. some like you know family issues and yeah. break you know and stuff like that and breakups and, and 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 things along those lines. But like for the most part, I've had like a pretty good life. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful fucking so much for that. Right, right. And I don't know, man. Like, I just think that we're in control of of making our now the mm-hmm. best that we can make it. Or I, at least, like, trying to mold that and enjoying the process as opposed to placing blame on others, mm-hmm. self-sabotage, right. and all that negative Nancy mindset stuff. I, I think along with that, I think this generation gets up. I really do. Because look what's out there now. Right. Like your Gary V's of the world, your, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's like, uh, um, ET, you know, out there, you know, uh, Eric Thomas, um, who's that? The, the hip hop preacher. Oh, so, right, right. right. So like this generation has a lot of this messaging coming through. Like, all, I hope they're yeah. listening. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they, from, from my experiences, I think the majority of them are. And I think that actually started with the generation before them, which is basically your generation. I don't know. I don't know. What are you millennial? I'm a millennial. Okay. Technically. Okay. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't shrug that off, man. Because here's no. what, here's what y'all did is, and I'm generation X, but here's what they all did is when that, when that collapse of the economy happened, what came out of that? That's when people started figuring out the corporate culture, work till you're freaking 60, retire and walk away, left because people were getting, the, your families were seeing, in general, were seeing the, uh, the, uh, the, the sign just fell down. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, it was just like the collapse right there. Right. It just kind of took off with me. Um, but your families saw like your parents working their ass off for the man and then, sorry, man, 20 years, boom, you were 10 years away, you're out. Yeah. And and all this collapsed. So what came out of it? Well, when did Uber happen? When did Facebook happen? When did these things start to evolve? When you know, my, yeah, my Airbnb, all up. these things, right? So that's a very powerful thing. And in every generation, I keep saying this over and over and over again. And I keep, I tell my students this all the time because they get that gleam in their eye. Like, here's an old dude telling us we rock, but he's not just you know, throwing us, you know, sunshine up our ass. Like he's really explaining it. And for me, I really believe like every single generation before you will talk crap about you. Even the quote unquote greatest generation that went to world war two and did all that stuff. Um, and I know that's cultural. Yeah. It's mostly white people, but that when they, when they talk that generation before them said, you guys suck. (laughs) I mean, come on. Like, I think like, but well, there's like a tribalistic yeah. thing to it, like right. my generation, the people I associate are it's always because gonna be we do di- we do things differently. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and here's the here's the challenge in education is the generations before have done it this way, so everybody should do it this way. 
Yeah. Right. They look, I mean, the generation before the pen came out, they were like, the pen's evil. It's going to kill everything. And then all of a sudden you had like the typewriter came out. Oh, that's going to kill everything. And now you have the phones. Oh, it's going to kill everything. Yeah. Were there bad things that came out of them? Yes. All I do is teach my students how to network on their phones. Like, look, understand if you can get them to understand the, the self-awareness in what they do and have them clock or videotape themselves or see how much time and even apple put it on their phone yeah right? i know we right? were talking about that last right. time on the podcast so like they when you that do out. that and and like i tell students i'm like you want to talk to any professional in the world hashtag up your interest what you're interested in right now you know and, yeah and and do it so i do a career project like i said before and a couple of the students are like hey do you know do you know a psychiatrist because i want to go into psychiatry i'm like that's cool these are freshmen sophomores right and i'm like okay maybe you'll go into it maybe not but here's what you need to do you need to dive deep into it yeah add a card from one of the parents who said um you know i love the what you're doing um and we've actually conversated i've learned a lot from her and how she went through uh her her schooling and everything and she has her own practice I gave the kid the card. He emailed her, and within 12 hours, she emailed back. Boom, network. Right? That's it. That's, That's it. what we need, like that confidence. So, yeah. when that, so, what I like in that classroom is that kids actually saying that out loud in front of other kids, right? And I think, you know, building that confidence level is where it's going to be because I think that's these students now have more access than anybody yeah and they got to just learn how to use it properly to their advantage i think we're doing them a great disservice in standardized education of not going through this on a business sense or or a self-awareness sense the cell phone you're talking about absolutely yeah yeah yeah. absolutely no i agree with you i agree with you i think there's definitely uh like some positive out especially in the networking yeah uh just just networking in general from your cell phone social media but like there there needs to be discipline and i said that multiple Mm -hmm. times with like using of the the cell phone and i I, I myself like as my my brand starts to grow and develop like i need to set times where i'm instagramming yeah and a time where i'm liking and commenting and 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 putting a posting a, a valuable post right and not use it for vanity and leisure where right. I'm just kind of like scrolling yeah. and, you know, like I'm not, I don't want, I, I lose time doing that and yeah. I'm guilty of it, you know? And but we catch, we're able to catch ourselves as adults, do it, right? Yeah. right? But right. like you give a kid too much candy, they yeah. don't give a shit. They're going to keep eating it. Oh, they're you'll see, you'll see an it. app out there that it's going to be like, bing, you've been on this for this, fun. you know, it's, it's going to evolve. That's where the opportunity, that's why I love this generation. There's opportunity everywhere, yeah. man. Yeah. And that, by the way, that, I mean, I don't mean to be like all negative about schools and everything, but I, the reason I like to poke holes in it is because that's what the opportunity is. For sure. And that's Again, what I love to do, you know? so We don't make change without these hard conversations yeah. and without looking at the flaws in the system and doing mm-hmm. what you can to make the positive changes. And yeah. you, you know what? Along the way, you're going to piss off some people, and that's just the nature <laughs> of the game. But, right. like... Like, why are you doing this for? Because you know that you have the skill set mm-hmm. to make this work. And yeah. this is what you want to do. This is a challenge. And I'm, I'm with you, dude. Like, I'm there. I have some goals on, like, trying to further ways that kids could learn about the fitness business. Yeah. You know, right. like, that's that's going to be my main goal eventually. When I get mm-hmm. my – because I, I run sports camps in the summer for, yeah. like, high school kids. Mm-hmm. So, like – my next project is get an internship mentorship programming mm-hmm. where I get high school seniors or even college kids that want to learn about the fitness business get the real experience. Yeah. Come learn from me. Come learn from my background, my, you know, 13 years experience in the industry, mm-hmm. how to 
build relationships with clients, program workouts, put together nutrition plans, yeah. how to use social media properly, like all that stuff. As I'm learning, as I'm putting myself through my own Praxis yeah. model of building a podcast, yeah. Instagram, YouTube, all, workout mm-hmm. videos, like all that shit. Like I'm learning so much right. every single day. I'm right. building a network every single day. Like I'm changing the way I think about things. Right. And that's and, and I'm also like the, the main underlying goal is provide value to the next generation of people. Provide value to people in general. Yeah, like, right. How right. can we better our lives? Yeah. And I, selfishly, like it's I live a better life knowing that I'm trying to better other people. Right, right. Like that comes back. Yeah. If we keep sitting here pointing fingers yeah. and talking shit about each other, yeah. like that there is not going to make a good environment for yep. anybody and not a suitable learning environment for anybody. And it's just going to make life not as fun <laughs> right? so you're doing it this summer am i doing what this summer the, oh the camps yeah yeah, yeah. i'm doing so, yeah, i'm doing i'm doing my camps this summer yeah uh, as far as like the mentorship programs i think that's going to take some time so i started yeah. doing that a little bit at the last studio that i was working at mm-hmm. but the infrastructure was not there for right. for everyone's max potential so i had to move from that you gotta you gotta find place. it right? yeah, yeah so I mean, like that's what I, you do yeah and i I'm a go-getter. Like I do want to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have visions. I have dreams. I have goals. I want to. Another thing that I'm, I want to do, and I like saying this out loud, is like I want to win state ter- state titles with yeah. the soccer team. Right. Right. right? And then I want to write the book, how to win state titles, mm-hmm. while I'm doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like these are like I have these very distinct visions in my head that mm-hmm. I want to carry out and go through every day. But but here's the, the difference. When I was younger. And and still I have to battle this. But when I was mm-hmm. younger, it's like I can't wait to get to that point. Right, yeah. as everybody can't wait to lose the ninety right. pounds or the twenty pounds. Yeah. I can't wait to Friday. I can't wait to get to you know. Like yeah. I'm learning to really enjoy the day after day, the journey, after man. day, because that's really fueling me. Yeah, like I really feel growth every single day. The more I practice meditation, eating properly, learning to fuck off every once in a while, <laughs> having good relationships, you have to learn to do that. <laughs> oh no, you're right. Learning to deal with yeah, right. being okay, right? And mm-hmm. not being perfect all the time and not right. trying to, like, overwhelm myself worrying about that stuff. But at yeah. the same time, like, that mentality kind of gets me a little in a lax mindset. Yeah. Maybe yeah. sometimes I'm not as uh, attention to d- or paying attention to detail as I should be in one area or not. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the constant battles. Like, yeah. I want to enjoy, but at the same time, I want to work hard and put myself through difficult things. But I want to mm-hmm. enjoy, but I want to work right. hard and do different right. things and work for- towards my goals. But, like, I'm I'm learning to enjoy the process way more. Yeah. Love the process. Just have that's fun. Where that ba- that's where the balance is going to come in, right? And, and, that's, I mean, a, that's, and that's, that's a thing that you've got to keep right. balanced all the time. Yeah. That's not. There's no fixed set balance. I mean, that's there. honestly, like, it's, for me, that's why I stopped actually watching all of Gary Vee's stuff. Because I'm like, oh, he, he always made me feel. And it wasn't he was making me. I was making myself yeah. feel that way. Like, I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to do more. And it's like the hustle mentality, right? Yeah. But then, you know, one of my, like, the guys I, I follow is Chris Coverness. And he's just like... Dude, if, if you don't have the time for yourself or, or all the so he's a little bit he's zagging a little bit yeah. from Gary Vee and they've they've had work, a work 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 all the time right he's like you're not it doesn't work that way yeah. right um, so yeah I mean these are all different things like I I feel like we have so much of an opportunity to teach 
a lot of people and learn from a lot of people yeah. in this, right? So that, I think we're yeah. teaching right now, just like yeah, even I mean, having this part. conversation, the, right. the, living it right now is yeah. actually teaching it because we're fucking going to the next level. We're yeah. documenting it. Right. We're going through the journey ourselves. Yeah. And there's a lot of kids that we interact with that can see this two like-minded individuals coming together, even though they're teachers, they have side things, they're, they're building a brand, they're putting yeah. together a positive thing, trying to make change for a generation of people. And that's teaching within itself. And that's what I like. I mean, that's another reason why I love doing oh, this type yeah. of stuff. This, that's, that's, well, we're educators, exactly. right? But then where are they educated? We're educated. We're enthusiastic. S- something. I don't even we're, know how to say ex- that. We're also excited about what we're fucking doing. <laughs> right. You know? Like I like to go, you know, it's like you said, like once you get that journey down, right? Because, you know, when you, when you win the state title with your team, then Which it's going to so, be when, like, when that happens, right. But when you do that, then it's going to be like, oh, my book now needs to be, how do I win three in a row? Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, there's all, here's the thing. There's always something else. Yeah. So to look forward to, to, to and so can't wait for something is stupid. Yeah. Right. Because you're already there. Yeah. Right. You're right. already there. Like now <laughs> yeah. you're there. Yeah. Right. Because it's all, I get weird because like I say it's always happening yeah. all the time. <laughs> well, so it one, is though. Right. It so is. like to, 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 to anticipate something and get anxious, I'm, I'm not being there yet is right. ridiculous it's a it's a it's wasted energy right so like i really try to find the silver lining in every single day even if it's a bad day you mm-hmm. know I, I try to fill my day up with things that i know are going to impact me so like i get a joy pete yeah. about waking up early when i wake up yeah to have my coffee that's warm yeah sitting there doing my breathing exercises with the music i set a good ambiance i get to like love my dogs and yeah. hug them and take care of them and then i go on and i do my my thing which which is whether it's it's training a person doing group classes mm-hmm. coaching teaching my my you know at the school whatever it is i'm doing you know in-home session my instagram whatever it is i'm doing mm-hmm. i'm really learning to love it yeah and, and right. like take the take the punches when i when i mess up yeah. and like figure out what i did good when i did you know what what it was specifically that did that that worked that i could keep doing like it's all about the journey and it within itself and that's the thing like all of it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. if you can't really enjoy it all and, and make time for the things that you need to take time for so that swings us right around to the beginning of this whole conversation that right there is how education should be right that's how everybody betters their life because it's so individualistic yet helping others and everything like that journey that you're going through and learning to live and and trust me i know you well enough and you know me well enough like we're not sitting here saying we can do this every day yeah no it's it's fantastic i mean there are days where like i don't want to get out of Bad, it's hard. you know. Yeah, it's not going to be easy all the time, right? And and the journey isn't always like you know I'm on a cruise somewhere in the Bahamas right. or whatever, um, but it is teaching that mentality. Yes, and and I think that's where we can do a lot better in education. I think that teaching that mentality and and you're right that support needs to come in somewhere. We need to figure out what that support is. It's just everybody's so dynamic. There's so many different souls out there yeah. different different experiences different value systems right, that's right. huge too like when there's a when there's a teacher that values let's say money over yeah. everything yeah that stuff isn't like like you see that oh it's when not, somebody's yeah, fixated lie. about how much money they're gonna make and yeah. money 
money, money this and money, money, money that. Yeah. Like that comes through the way you behave, the way you mm-hmm. talk to people. Like, oh, I get it. You're really only about the dollar. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, in a capitalism society like this, is like yeah. it, it, we have to fucking make money. This is yeah. the way shit is structured. Yeah. I understand, but people are collecting money like they're gonna die with. They're gonna they're gonna take it with them when they die. Right. Like we have to understand that that's not what this is about. No. Yeah. Like that that does play a role, right? Mm-hmm. It totally does, and I get it. We have to make money to survive and all that shit. But like, when that's the one thing that you're constantly thinking about. Yeah. It makes you sick to your stomach. So think no about how much you have. Think about all the families thinking about that in college and how that's changing. That's what's brilliant to me. That's the beauty of this journey right now. You want to talk about living in the now? Like, so, yeah. you know, I have children. I have a 13 year old and a 10 year old as, as the time of this podcast came out. So I am like six, six years, seven years away of huge debt. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we've saved some things right. up and everything like right. that. But now you take that worry off the table and now you give people a chance to do what they want to do. If they have the drive to do it, all we need to do now is teach them the drive to do it. Yeah. And then enjoy that journey. Yeah. And that's where like I get goosebumps talking about it because that's what I live for. I love that, you know, and my latest article that I wrote, I got published. It was crazy going through that process. I understood that journey. I'm a terrible writer. Uh, I watched the movies in high school, English class. Sorry, Mr. Hernandez. You're a terrible writer, Yeah. Well, I thought I was, Mm. you know, because I don't know. It was just my own self-doubts and different things like that. I think I'm an awful writer, so that's why I... I I blame nobody but myself, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, Me too. But, you know, part of that was writing, right? And and as I was writing and writing and and through a couple of connections of mine... um, uh, one guy said, you need to go. I'm on the board of this uh, place. Um, it's, it's Chef Weissglass, a uh, board member at Oak Park. Mm-hmm. was. He's, he's a, and, and just a philanthropist, somebody who just gives, man, just, just cares. And um, he is on the board of Education Reimagined. And he reached out to me. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you up. I want you to talk to some of these people because some of your mindsets are, are kind of like theirs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. So I learned a whole bunch from just talking with, you know, the, the head of that. And then they got the editor and they were like, Hey, we'd love to have you write a piece because there's not many people who are like you in the classroom that really hate the system. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, Oh yeah, there is, but you know, no one's voicing it. <laughs> right. right. So I'm not like, Stepping on just, so, um, so when I wrote it, um, and I tell my students this, um, I'm like, how many people are good writers in here? And there might be 10 people. I'm like, you really understand. I went through four renditions of that at least, or probably more. And they send it back and forth. So when you're working with two editors and everything like that, it was a process. And now when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, everybody sucks at writing if they do it by themselves. Mm. And it was really cool, man. So that journey. So, you know, sharing those things out, like you said, the experiences we have, like you with your fitness and, and how things are moving and then sharing it out with the students, um, going back to how do we attempt to build those 150 relationships? That's the way we do it. All we can do is be us and then move forward and, and you know, do what we say we're going to do when we and, say you're going to do it. And always learn. And then always learn. Find the op- Try to find the opportunity and everything as much as possible and live it. Yeah. No one's perfect. Um, but I think that's it. I mean, that's why I love, dude, every morning when I see you on Instagram, please, yeah. guys, follow this guy. <laughs> I mean, Danny Cola Fitness. Because... Because, like, I, I do, man. I'm like, I get up at 5, right? And usually, you know, I do a little bit of meditating, pet the dog. I'm making 
not so great coffee, you know. But then I see every morning, I'm like, damn, he's up again yeah. early. This guy's got it, and it, it starts motivating me, right? Yeah. And, well, I'm and, glad that does. But but there's there's hundreds and thousands of more. It's just you know we just need to teach people to look and look at those opportunities. Too many times, you're right. Like I, some people are like, look at this idiot. He's up at four thirty making coffee and trying to show off. Well, no, man, because I know you, and and even if I didn't know you personally, I would know who you are by watching and, and interacting with you online. Oh, I appreciate that, man. And, and I try you to see put. That. I try. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I try to. Put, like I said, I want to be as genuine as possible. Right. Like I'm not. I don't have anything to hide. Yeah. And I think I'm doing a disservice if I put something out there that's not me right you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i don't need to post everything right you know like i definitely have like the same ups and downs like everybody and i yeah. do get down on myself at times yeah. and i do have bad days and yeah. i guess sometimes i show that on instagram i don't always yeah, but you do here and there you know I, mean, I think we all do yeah right? sometimes for well, sure i never do mine's perfect and i'm okay <laughs> yeah right you were always perfect no matter what no but like that's the whole idea like i do have bad days and i do have yeah. arguments with people and mm-hmm. i'm not fucking perfect and i mess up and i'm yeah. not always writing stuff down and i don't always meditate and i eat like shit yeah. sometimes <laughs> and i don't always swing around the kettlebell or exercise yeah, you know right. like th- i like those things those things make me a better fucking human yeah. like I, I love meditating i love making sure that i'm up early so that i can go to my training sessions like mm-hmm. if i had to wake up early and then go do some desk job like i wouldn't right. be as enthusiastic yeah but i wake up early because like i get to have a coffee that i fucking love drinking mm-hmm. i get to listen to my podcast which i love because I'm entertained and I'm thinking on all sorts of levels and I get in and I get in touch with a lot of you know different smart people mm-hmm. and funny comedians and yeah. creatives and yeah. I dude I take in all that it's right. not like I'm just they're leisurely doing nothing. Like mm-hmm. I'm learning from Rogan. I'm learning from guys like Joey Diaz and Jordan. Yeah. Jordan Harbinger is another guy that I want yeah. to talk to you about. Uh-huh. He's got this thing called Advanced Human Dynamics, and mm. it's it's free. You you, yeah. you you go through like a 13 level course. Mm-hmm. It's all online. They're like quick videos and like little like uh, tidbits and habits for you to practice, yeah. like like cool. networking, like persuasion skills, like yeah. uh, oh, social media marketing. Yeah, it's, his name is Jordan Harbinger. He does the Jordan Harbinger Show. Okay, he talks about connecting with people. People in your industry and like he has been in podcasting since 2006 like super smart i'm kind of in the works of like talking to him and getting yeah, him on a show yeah. um but i really need to do my homework better like i sure. need to it, do the actual like advanced human di- i did two lessons of it and right. i know I, I think i know all about it no i don't know all about it <laughs> i know i did I do the same you know thing. like i did one i love that you know i did one of the things and i got a lot like one of the what the first step was uh, networking and being more of a, a network intensive yeah. like go through like the archives of your phone mm-hmm. reach out to four or five people that you haven't talked to or in a, or whatever in a while yeah. and say hey how's it going i just wanted to reach out and, and see what x was about or mm-hmm. how everything is going looking forward to hearing from you maybe we can catch up sometime yeah. Yeah. like something like that right you know and like do that for a week every single day reach out two to three people whether yeah. it's via dm on instagram or in your text messages sometimes the text messages are like you know like the personal engagement is very mm-hmm. important too so like mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds like a cool thing to do. Let me do that. So I do it, you know, and I Uh reach out to people. I reach out to different people. Then guess what? They're listening to the podcast. They're following the Instagram. They're checking out the blog. They're doing this. They're doing that. Like, you know, like that type of, those type of skills is very important. Someone Mm -hmm. needs to tell me that. Like, oh, I get it now. But then like he's got 13 other things to do for you to practice every single day. So 
before I reach out to him again, mm-hmm. like I really want to be like established in what advanced mm-hmm. human dynamics is all about because he's that kind of guy and his podcast is about like sharpening your skills and becoming charming and classy. Right. And how can you develop yourself so that you can put yourself in positions to uh, have leverage yeah, and you yeah. know whatever increase your and develop your brand well, you're, right? in the, you're in the value mindset then that's that's what that whole thing is exactly i'm right. gonna t- definitely check that check out check jordan harbinger out because yeah. like as far as putting together a, a legit show and mm-hmm. like all the information about when to release things and how to structure stuff like he like i've learned a lot yeah. learned a lot from him. right and like one of his things is to reach out to the 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 number ones of the industry that you want to reach out to right like, right he would be somebody exactly like that he's got a good podcast he's good on the instagram he's mm-hmm. an influencer like right. he's articulate he's educated i want to emulate those qualities right right you know and what better way to do that and to reach out to somebody like that with his exact teachings yeah, right. so that i can develop on myself so and it, it, here's the here's what's so cool about this is and and i i get that you get this but i just want the listeners to hear it is in that journey whether it's successful or not it doesn't even matter doesn't right and this is why i tell students all the that's time that's the journey that yeah, is it's, it it's the value that you've created regardless of what happened right so and, and discover practices is great about this as well um and i definitely want to take a look at the, the his was you say 13 kind of steps or something yeah, or 13 it's, it's like the, lessons the thir- or whatever 13 steps in yeah. his uh, advanced human dynamics so thing, yeah. when you when you go through that i have students tell me that ask me this all the time they're like well you know i kind of want to do this what should i do and i'm like well just do it and then, you know, if there's somebody in charge or whatever, show it to them, right? And then, so, um, you know, I had a, a couple of students who are like uh, a kid who wants to be uh, a comedian, right? And he's like up there and he's like, oh, you know, I, you know, I got to do this and I want to I get on stage at, you know, wherever, Zany's mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Well, what you have to do is you have to get to an eight-minute like stand up, mm-hmm. and then once you get to that eight, in, eight minute stand up, you you got to show them here's here's what I did right like film it, edit it, tell your story behind it, whatever. Yeah. Do open mics or yeah, so yeah. Many different open and this mics kid is, I mean, he's doing them, but but you know he's around three. You know he's young. You know yeah. he's like nineteen. He's oh. never been through. You know, and it's tough, but he's 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 grinding, right? I love that art form. And and so the thing is, is once once you get to that that point. Everybody hesitates because they're like, well, what if I do all this work and I send it to Zanies or whoever? I don't even know the comedy clubs is terrible. Yeah, okay. so um, the improv, the improv. Yeah, and if I send it to them and then they like, yeah, that's great, thanks, but no thanks. Like, what do I do then? Well, if you're looking at the mindset we're talking about here, you're looking at okay, well, I have something that actually shows me where I am right now. I've created it. So I've already created value for myself, even if somebody else didn't see it valuable. Yep. So it's a win-win situation. Yep. What too many people do is get into that. What you mentioned is, uh, you know, about like people in it for the the money, right? Yeah. If you're in it for money, then you will never actually take that leap because yeah. it is not safe because there will be times you create something of value and you will not get paid for it. There'll be many times you do that, right? Yeah. I oh mean, we're God. making millions off this podcast, right? 100%. Dude, right, geez, God, you know? nah, we're just no. like at least at least right? like 3 million yeah. each. <laughs> well, there's a few, yeah, you get a at few least. sponsors here and there and those types of things, right? But but what I'm saying is People won't take that because they're like, oh, well, you know, they didn't, I'm, I'm valuable. You know, I, I have some students who uh, are in, um, who are future founders club over there. And a couple of the students, like we're working with companies and they want to, they want to tell the company what to do. 
right? And I'm like, okay, I get that. But, you know, in my mind, I'm like, who the heck are you? Yeah. What have you created? How do yeah. you know anything about business? How do you have any credibility? Right. And then I don't mean uh, like you're young and an idiot. I'm just saying if, if you have something that you can show them that you've tried and then what you've learned from it, even if it failed, then you then now you have more leverage. But yeah. you have to you have to put yourself out there to do that. Yeah. And you got to get yourself in the mindset that you're going to be critiqued. Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. That's the only like that's that's another that's another thing that stops people from from pushing forward is that ego mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Like some people just aren't coachable. Right. You know, some people think that they're the know-it-all and when you're the know-it-all you really look foolish you in know, the grand yeah. scheme of things maybe to yourself you feel like big pompous guy like you know it all sure like you know you just you got to be able to take criticism right. and that's the bottom line and develop from there because mm-hmm. i mean my my dad is very stubborn and yeah. he's always like uh joe's way is the right way like <laughs> and i grew does up does he sound exactly like he that? sounds just <laughs> like that and like i grew up with that mindset like yeah dude i'm the fucking like i know it i know right. what i'm talking about like, right you lose quickly yeah that way right, you right. lose lose quickly that way and you have to just let go pretend like you know nothing in that situation and learn mm-hmm. as much as you can so yeah. and, and further what you already know so yeah. like for example when i go and learn from viking ninja and i go to mm-hmm. these kettlebell workshops and yeah. stuff like i go in and i wipe everything that i know about fitness yeah everything yeah. Mm-hmm. and i go in and i try to take everything that this instructor is going to teach me mm-hmm. you know obviously i find the the credible people i find people who sure. are in the industry yeah, that know right what's there. up yeah. and like through the grapevine you hear who's good who who's you know not good what are you going to benefit from and and why is this important so like you know guys like eric Meland of viking ninja guys Mm -hmm. like marcus martinez of of kettlebell exercises like you learn from these credible primal swolger of on academy like that guy like is the man like you learn from these people you take their craft into your own and you make it your own and and you build upon your information and knowledge level already and then you just become that much better yep you know what i'm saying but if you already going into this certification thinking like oh i know more than the instructor right what the fuck are you doing there anyway (laughs) yeah right right come on you know and i think a lot i think it's sadly a lot of teachers have this mindset right you know like i know it all you can't tell me what to do you Mm -hmm. don't listen to my protocol i'm gonna punish you yeah like then we're not now we're not getting anywhere it's just a bunch of negative like energy flowing right but, like you listen to kids you you're open to change you're open to to whatever like everyone you could have a good time in that yeah. in that setting like right. you can I, I gain a lot from the kids i learn a lot from the kids Isn't i watch yeah. them interact with each other i see them so insecure about things yeah i watch them overcome obstacles yeah. like that's kind of exciting to me. Yeah, right. It, psychologically, like to, to see how they develop, mm-hmm. you know, how they change physically and how they like morph <laughs> into the, the adult that they're morphing into. Like it's cool to watch that and to kind of think about where you were at that time. Because right. that was only like 15 years for me well, when okay. I was... It was a little longer for me. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying? Like I you do, remember yeah. and your kid's about to go through that. Yeah, so like right. you see where they are, where they are, how they're going to go through this emotional roller coaster, this physical roller coaster, mm-hmm. this psychological craziness that's happening yeah. right yeah like it's cool to watch it unfold you're gonna right. have good times you're gonna have bad times and it's good to have that like we mm-hmm. just got to be there to make sure that shit doesn't go completely wrong right right you know? but like to let them have 
the the opportunities to fall and hurt themselves. Sure, yeah. You know, we're just there to make sure that they're not like hitting their face and and, and, and killing themselves. Right, right. Like you know? fa- failure. Right, right. Like you said there, like that. That is so important. And it, you know, it builds what, character. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it. it and it really, it's very interesting to see those journeys. And I think it's just as important as, as even this podcast. Um, you know, you started. A while ago, and your first podcast, you can go back. Yeah, for sure. And you can, I saw, you can I cringe, see your dude. growth. Yeah, I cringe you know? when I hear that. But yeah. you know what? Exactly. But that's your growth. You've actually seen your growth, and yeah. I think if we can teach young people to actually watch their journey or somehow record it, whether writing or playing an instrument sure. or something like that, um, that's very, very key. Yeah. Just developing the mindset, like not to really give a shit about being judged. Like a yeah. lot, like you said that we judge. I, I forget the reason why we, we said we judge because mm-hmm. we're like trying to think about different well, yeah. situations what, what to go we want to be. Yeah. Right. So. But I also think we judge because we're insecure. Absolutely. You know, as where we are, we're flawed humans. Mm-hmm. We, but and we're all we're all insecure in our own ways. Right. And you know, we compare each other. Like we get selfish and we say, "Why aren't we at that spot?" Right. You know, like we right. do this naturally, and mm-hmm. it's self-sabotaging. Yeah. And we can't do that because it's right. not part of the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. But like when we learn to not care about being judged, yeah, right. Then you're more likely to put yourself out there. Like mm-hmm. I, I do sometimes. It's an ongoing battle for me. Like I care about being judged because yeah. I want to make sure that I'm putting out a valuable like con- i want to make sure i put out valuable content and it's right. like impacting people positively mm-hmm. but at the same time i don't care that people <laughs> think that yeah. you know i like kicking field goals or i talk about kettlebells so much like yeah. i don't care about that right like i like it and i'm yeah. putting myself out that's there you. and that's if i'm gonna show if i'm gonna show that that's cool then i gotta make sure that i'm doing what's true to me yeah you know, so like hopefully kids see that I'm doing what's true to me. I don't really give a shit if people want to talk shit. That's fine. Yeah. But like I'm just doing what I got to do and it's helping me way more than hurting me. That's, you know, again, going right back to, right this, back to that's be- how that's the beginning, man. Like beginning if, if you can teach young people that they're going to go through that process. And, you know, that people are going to judge them. I think I said it on the last podcast. My daughter took two months to put out a YouTube video. Yeah. And that's exactly. She was nine at the time. She's like, Dad, what if people ain't going to like it? I'm like, people aren't going to like it. Yeah. You know? And that's that. Yeah. And once you get past that, um, you know, which you're right. I don't I don't know how much you can actually teach that. I think you just have to model it over yeah, and over sure. and over and again. And let people see you do it. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a little bit about what's next for Disrupt Education, yeah. and we'll wrap this up. Awesome. What's Man. next for Pete Hostrauser and well, Disrupt uh, Education? I've, you know, I've had an opportunity uh, with Uncharted Learning, which is the, um, the incubator program. Um, those folks uh, put me on a panel, and I'll be at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. In oh, you're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Get off. So that's kind of a big move for me. I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah, um, making making changes. It's humble, man. Yeah. It's like humble, like you know, it is. All your work. Sometimes is like, actually, it is my state championship, yeah. right? That, and then, oh, it is for sure. It's like, yay, you know, those things. So, um, what the what's the national so, championship uh, going to look like? Yeah, right. right? The world championship. Right. Which, what? by the way, congrats on your on your uh, team, man. You guys. Uh, oh, is that the world? What is that? It, national? It's, it's, uh, so Florida? It's, it's flag football national tournament. Yeah, okay. It's cool. being it, it's always changing under like what uh, like yeah. uh, organization, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know what they're what they're called. Right. Flag football world championship series or yeah. something like that. But we won the second time in a row. Excellent, Eight man a pro pro Cause, level because you guys got a kicker evidently. <laughs> so, no, yeah. I mean, I mean the kicking does make a difference. Yeah, you right. know, like going off by the three points, and well, we have a great quarterback who's like the state. Did you guys look? I don't mean to get too far no, off, but cool. like you it's guys, cool. like when when you were filming or uh, shooting that on Instagram here yeah. and there, I'm like. 
these guys from the NFL? Like, so there's a you lot got of, some swole too. They're, they're all jacked as fuck, yeah. right? Everybody on the team like takes <laughs> takes their exercise programs very seriously. There's yeah. a lot of personal trainers, there's cops, yeah. firemen. Mm-hmm. You know, all they're all really into fitness. Yeah, and uh, you know, we we all want to win nationals. Yeah. For everybody wants to win it, and it's like addicting. It's like I found these guys by fluke, and yeah. It's a, it's a, it's actually like a really big platform to mm-hmm. like put out positive information. Like Windy City Hammer is now becoming a brand that's some of the best football to ever be in flag football. Oh, wow! Nice. And like a lot of guys, and this this league is, these leagues have been going on for like 20, 30 years, yeah. and like it, there's a big community behind it. And I okay, didn't really yeah. realize that when I was started this in twenty fourteen. I just yeah. thought, oh, it's flag football, let's go. Right. But this is a huge culture, and the Windy City Hammer brand is becoming something super special. Yeah, and I'm really glad that I'm a part of it. Like there's a that's lot of Cool. good networking and yeah and like testing yourself and that team aspect that camaraderie thing mm-hmm. like that that's something that's in me it's yeah. in my soul and yeah. to be around like 30 other individuals that are driven like that yeah. it's really fucking contagious it's probably it, expensive dude, to eat too with you guys oh we're all, yeah we're always, we're always honestly we're dude we eat the shittiest when we go to these tournaments. Do you really it's it's fast food yeah. it's yeah it's so crappy but i love that weekend yeah. because the, the the time in the house hanging out together in the pool yeah talking about breath work visualization yeah. a lot of guys are coaches and, and teachers right so we talk about um ways that we can intertwine mm-hmm. new ways of teaching yeah. to our programs right, like, right i'm a huge proponent of meditation and visualization right mm-hmm. so i'm teaching the kids on my, on my soccer team right now about breath work and i'm teaching them to visualize what they want out of this vi- what they want out of the season yeah what is your specific role going to be mm-hmm. think about what you do on the field to the smallest detail yeah because eventually you become what you think about exactly. yeah, you right. know like right. i couldn't extract i couldn't sp- express this more at the tournament yeah like the reason why we won this is because everybody visualized this yeah, everybody right. wanted this and mm-hmm. that is the, the power that anybody can tap into i think it's the power of the patriots i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so. well, well 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 bill belichick and, and what's his name and tom brady yeah did. right ridiculous <sighs> how can you fucking so tell? like i mean on that that's literally you know and the reason i asked you kind of about that and can in that because that's actually what I'm doing with disrupt education. I'm finding more and more people who have the same mindset as me um, and just just networking and interviewing and it's growing and growing and growing. Yes, um, it is. Do I know where it's going to go? I don't know. You know, like that's the but hard thing. Right. But it is. It is. And I'm still trying to find my micro motivators and, and see, do I want to stick in the system? Do I not want to stick in the system? Do I want to create something outside the system? I think you said yeah. something in- interesting and it's, it's part of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, being, it's part being of the puzzle. Being in, in the industry is part of the puzzle because so like, you, you know what's going on. Yeah. You can tell like what the good and bad things are happening mm-hmm. and, and and every every like district has got their own set of problems and, right. and they got their own set of like good things happening too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like I think having one foot in is is important. Yeah. And you know what, dude? It isn't going anywhere either. No, right. So if you yeah. decide to take some small time off, yeah. like it'll be back there waiting there. for yeah. you actually. And that's, that's what's so crazy about this whole journey, right? Like it's, so I'm getting interviewed uh, on Monday by Nova's Club, which is out of Maine Township cool. High School. So uh, a couple of uh, Isaiah and uh, – um, oh, crap. I can't remember. <laughs> Jake, I think. so. But both those guys are um, – like they're they're coming in they're asking me a question and one of the questions that that stuck with me was like where do you see education in a hundred years and my only (laughs) my only answer to that question is i hope it doesn't look even remotely the same as it does right now Hmm. like i hope it's changed because over the last 800 years there's there's a lot of it that looks similar 
right? Um, I think there's basics and different things like that. But so with with disrupt education and, and where I'm going with all this stuff, it's you know about to hit a hundred interviews and vlogs. Uh, I have somebody set up who challenged me. I don't want to give his name away, but he said I will be on your hundredth vlog nice. and, and podcast. Uh, and this is when I just started. So um, so that was hundred. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's crazy. I mean, it's just a journey. And now you know I'm connecting with. It's funny because as you network more and more and more there are more and more people like my linkedin starting to blow up yep. with more different different educators that yep. are out there and just all these things are revealing themselves so that's the journey man and and somewhere along the way i you know i don't i want to i think you want to grow it but you want to still understand an education there isn't one way for all and you know what whatever i create with this I, if I ever get into the mindset that everybody should do this, I've lost. Right. Um, so I think that's where I need to find out, okay, where, where is my biggest impact with youth who are challenged with the traditional system and, and how can I, how can I scale that out to, to meet the most people where they're at? Um, and with that being said, I don't know where that's going to go. Um, and that bothers me, actually, because I, I, I have trouble when you say that's my goal. Like my goal is to get to a national championship yeah, or anything yeah. like that. That's something I struggle with. And I'll just put it out there because I've always done that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Um, I just keep looking for opportunities. To find yeah, because it, it could so. go in a lot of different directions. Yeah. It yeah. could go a lot of different directions. Like the mm -hmm. establishment isn't going to go anywhere anytime soon. Right. But I think if we start to think about ways that we can teach kids mm -hmm. to find their passions and provide value and yeah. mentor, like it's all about bringing each other up while we're bringing ourselves up. Right. Like some sort of like that type of mantra, mm -hmm. you know, and not so selfish and me, me, me. But the right. problem is like when you live in a society that's run by the dollar and right. run by finances and all that, mm -hmm. and everybody does everything based on that. Like it's going to be hard to figure that out. But we keep asking the hard questions. Yeah. We keep trying to make a positive difference in people's lives. And I think the system will fix itself. We have to yeah, put positivity yeah. out there. I'm a, yeah, and I, I think, you know, I, I, I'm going to go back to Sir Ken Robinson's three ways you can change a system. You can tear it down and rebuild it, right, uh, which isn't going to happen. You can try a grassroots, but it's not going to happen in our lifetime, and I don't have the patience to, yeah. you know, after I'm dead. Uh, yeah. and uh, Or you can build outside of it. And I think that's, you know, as I'm talking to you, I'm starting to formulate my vision, which is this is why we talk together, exactly. man. Energy is 200% yeah. when we it's get together. It's slingshots. We slingshot each other. So sure. um, what I'm doing is I'm watching college do it. Right. I'm watching the next post-secondary education systems uh, change and be challenged by, you know, there is a dollar component to it. And people are using that dollar component as an opportunity to help more and more people. And I think if we keep that mindset, you know, yeah, we're always going to live in this society where, you know, money talks, bullshit walks. But if you can find a way to equate that where, okay, now your money isn't so powerful. Um, I can give people the same amount of value for less yeah. and, and uh, quality wise. So I think that's going to happen at the secondary level because homeschooling right now is just blowing up, is man. It? Yes, it is blowing up. And homeschool and so, summer school. Yeah, Crazy. right? Like, I mean, there's there's so many different avenues with that. And that's what I'm keeping my eye on. Is there something where disrupt education can be a part of something, team up with people, and then start growing something yeah. outside of the system to challenge the system? Um, you know, and, and see what kind of things are going to change it. Um, 
I'm going to leave you with this. Leave uh, with and this is uh, at Blue uh, 1647 in Pilsen. Uh, gorgeous building. It used to be the old macaroni factory. It's like a... It's uh, kind of an urban incubator. So they have like all kinds of kids coming in and they, they teach them all different things. Artists have built this building. And in there, there's something that resonates with you. Uh, it's, it's painted on the wall. And it's, it's somebody with a, with a sign kind of like protesting. But it says, uh, uh, get money, make change. And it's just a brilliant statement. Get money, make, make change. change. And so I think to what you were saying about you know you know we are in a monetary you know society, um, but I think we can use that to find the opportunity to to pull everybody up. And I love that message that you just shared there because that's what we need to do. Yeah, man, dude, thank you so much for fucking coming here and having this was this was fire, wasn't it? Right, it is. You just let it go and you run, man. Yeah, dude, <laughs> getting in the flow, like getting yourself out of the driver's seat and just letting your fucking energy take over. It takes practice to get in that stage, but like I feel like I'm getting there every single day. I'm doing something like that. Yeah, and, uh, I know that you're doing that too, man. You're really. Uh, you're doing something special and i'm glad to you know interact with you and, and pick your brain a little bit and uh we're gonna do this again like, oh yeah sometime thank you soon, man for sure so i really appreciate this is episode 72 you were on like oh, episode that was when i was born bro yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> 72 Get yeah now i'm old <laughs> yeah the fridge you're the fridge yeah, yeah i'm in the fridge yeah there awesome we go. well thank you again man appreciate uh, it so we can follow disrupt education on instagram at yep. disrupt education yep. or disrupt education.co or peterhostrosser.com i'm going to put a link to peterhostrologer.com yeah. and all your podcasts and and uh, all that stuff man so Thanks, i appreciate man. it awesome and that's it everybody peace and that was the podcast everybody pete's such an awesome guy he is definitely ahead of his time he's asking the right questions and he's you know, even better trying to figure out ways to keep coming up with better questions to ultimately help the next generation move forward and uh, take care of this planet take care of our living i mean the next generations are what bring the next innovative ideas to enhance living and understand what the hell our purpose is here so it comes down to education and being influenced uh, amongst a group of young people and just people in general right that kind and hopefully people will follow in your footsteps uh, Pete's just coming up with new ways to educate and I'm interested in understanding how we're going to go about and do this and uh, he's really killing it Disrupt Education is an awesome brand and he really is asking the questions and coming up with ideas and meeting with the right people to make change in the education system as we know it post-secondary ed, secondary education, elementary. We gotta shake up the system. We have to change with the times, change with the generations. An old system isn't always what's in best interest, but in order to shake up that system, you can piss off a lot of people in the process. But it's at least fun to have the conversations. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to Action Coffee. Go to drinkaction.com. I use Danny at checkout, promo code Danny at checkout for 12% off. And Barbell Apparel, make sure to go to barbellapparel.com right now and uh, get the sweatpants. Sweatpants are the best form-fitting, super comfortable. I also like the Chino pants. They're my favorite. Promo code Danny at checkout and get 10% off. And that's it, everybody. Peace. 
enjoy uh, make sure to follow the instagram danny cole fitness and if you haven't already please rate and review the podcast the danny cole podcast i love doing this every week we're gonna get new information out there interesting guests i have in the works the kicking coach phil filipovich he is greg the leg greg zerline from the st louis rams super bowl participants coach kicking in- instructor and i'm gonna get him on the podcast i really want to pick his brain he's also was, was the coach of jake elliott of the philadelphia eagles everyone knows how much i love kicking field goals so fun and we're gonna get the experts in and talk a little bit about that all right peace everybody